What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. This is Jaden. And this is Haley. Welcome back. And as you listen to that intro fading out right there, I just had a thought. What if we made a new intro? No. No? Well, should we, guys? What do you think? Yeah. I like our intro. Let us know what you think. We'll like walk around the house going... So, little fun fact, when me and Haley had the idea of doing this podcast at first... Uh, I was playing with the different ways you could do it and learning about it and things. And I made this little uh, sound by putting a bunch of free sounds together. Yes, like, he made. He literally made our intro. Like on uh, GarageBand is where we, <laughs> where we used to record. You can get on there and they have like a bunch of different free sounds, like a sound of a guitar doing a certain, you know, like 15 different guitar sounds. And then so I put them all together and we tried a few of them. She's like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like the first one you made too. <laughs> it's pretty good. But it might be time for a change. So let us know. Coming up on the new year, maybe season three, we have a new intro. remember that for 2024, it'll be season three. Yes. Too bad we didn't start this podcast in 2021, because then that'll be season one, season two, season three. But yeah, season three starts January 1st. Did we start season two January last year? Yeah, January 1st. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah, season one was only 10 episodes. It was from September when we started the podcast. Because then we decided every year to make to make every year season yeah i'm excited so here we are no telling what this podcast is going to hold we appreciate everybody who has listened and all of our new listeners and everybody else who listens um i love how people now know like whose week it is to plan the podcast because this morning we went to breakfast with one of Jaden's friends slash co-workers and he said well several of them but yeah several and Brendan said, isn't it your turn? <laughs> yeah, like, Haley thought it was her really? turn. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll let her do it. He's like, and isn't he, it your turn? And I was like, y'all really pay attention. Yeah, so y'all are catching on, y'all. <laughs> uh, we're having a good time. We like doing this, and I've said it a thousand times. I like just talking about God with Haley. I like. Oh, guess what? What? Everyone is going to be so proud because it is not the night before our podcast comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. So there's no chance of us missing it this time. <laughs> it's two nights before. <laughs> That's excellent. And we they did also it be early proud. this time, guys. We have played lots of pickleball since our last two weeks podcast, and yes, we, have. we have not had too many uh, blowups. I don't think we have at no, all. We haven't. Uh, you've actually done really, really well. I, I was telling bragging on the other day that uh, you said that pod, you did that podcast and talked about your fault or whatever, and you have done really, really good since then. You know, I try to be a better woman. The Lord, the Lord <laughs> is with you. He's working with you, ain't he? Yep, he has. Uh, so if you see by the title, I think we're going to probably call this uh, Psalm 32. Uh, this is my week, and I really haven't you know, been thinking very long and hard about what podcast topic to do, because I really thought it might have been Haley's week until Brennan reminded <laughs> us today. And so it is my week, actually. And um, so I'm just going to kind of talk about, I mean, Haley are going to talk about something that came from my devotion we're gonna kind of have a bible study yeah a little bible study because this is pursuing the pips and you don't know what you're gonna get right yeah you might get a topic study you might get an interview you might get a bible study well we haven't done very many interviews no but we have a few in our head who yeah, i interviewed in down the road. yeah they're just not recorded but so today we're doing a little bible study we're gonna dig into psalm chapter 32 and this is coming from my devotion i've been reading through the psalms but before we get into that, you came home this morning because you went to see Esther for the second or third time. Second. So tell us about that. At Sight and Sound Theater in Branson, she went to see a play called Esther. Go. <laughs> well, there's this book in the Bible called <laughs> Esther. 
And yeah, so the, uh, that's what the show is about. It just yeah. plays out. Esther, me and Jaden went to see it. When did we go and see it? I don't remember, but it was great. It was 2023, wasn't it? Yeah, it was this year. And so they're only playing it till December, so it's almost December. So, but we have been to three, at least together. Have you been any without me? Any no. sight and sound? So we've been to Sight and Sound Theater in Branson three times together, and it is really phenomenal. They they recreate stories from the Bible and make them in real life. And so we went to see Noah, which was like really awesome. That was like on our first year anniversary. Yes. And so all these all these uh, plays, they recreate the Bible and they always point it back to Jesus, and it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And so in Noah, you see that, and then like it, they turned the entire ark mid show or the entire uh, arena mid show into like you're inside Theater. the ark theater, theater, whatever. It's like before it wasn't. It was like the land, and you see like you know the shore and all this stuff. I don't know, but and then <laughs> like whenever they get in the boat. Like you go on it, like an intermission or whatever. And it's, then a, it's a show. It's just a show. You come so back. So if you've ever been to like a musical. It's awesome. I've never, you know, <laughs> like the whole place is the arc and you get like, you get, it's like four or five stories tall and like you see, it, it's just so cool. But anyway, that's off on a tangent. But we've been to Noah and Jesus and now Esther and they've all been really, really great. I, My favorite is Esther. I hate to say that. I love Esther. Esther was better than Jesus. My my favorite. Jesus was good, but I just really enjoyed Esther. Well, they all point to Jesus. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of Esther? At the end, she lays her crown down. Brother, that's mine. I'm not your brother. We're talking way too much for this podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, let's get started. (laughs) Okay, so Psalm 32. Here we go. So we're just going to kind of read it bit by bit, and then, well... You want to read through the whole thing and then we'll take it apart? That'd be yeah. probably better. Yeah, you get to the, read it? Yeah, you get the whole, whole context. Psalm 32, 1 through 11. Um, this is New King James Version. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely, in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble." You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which must be harnessed with bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. All right, so... Yeah, like I said, this came from my devotion the other day. I've been reading through the Psalms. And when I got to this one, uh, that day I had some extra time. And so I really felt like I I needed to and wanted to dig into this Psalm. It was like two or three days ago. And so I did. I read it three or four times. And then I kind of broke it down and all this stuff. And so looking at this Psalm, there's 11 verses. And there are, I think, six different sections. Let's see. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, six different sections. Okay. 
And so in the first section, we see, this is a psalm written by David, by the way. In the top, it says the joy of forgiveness. And so that's kind of the thing we're talking about, forgiveness and all that good stuff, okay? And so uh, this first section is verses 1 and 2, and it says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. And so basically, this is like the thesis to me. Like This is like the main theme that David's about to talk about here, that you know, it's so it feels so good and it's you're so blessed whenever God forgives your sins, right? Whenever you don't have to carry that burden of sin and being separated from God and owing God something, right? Like our sin. We we've hurt that relationship. And so he's talking about how blessed it is. And um at the end of that he says, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Okay? And so he's talking about being forgiven of your sin, and then he says, and you're also blessed if you're not deceived. And so we want, we don't want to just kind of jump off on a tangent. What he's talking about here is that you're not deceived about your sin. You know, like you don't think that you're without sin when in reality you're just covering up your sin. Mm-hmm. And um, a scripture that came to mind when I was reading that was from First John uh, chapter 1. And, it ta- and I'll just read verses 8 and 9. It says, But if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Okay? So if we act like we don't have sin, if we say we don't have sin, if we try to ignore the fact that we're sinners or that we have messed up about something, it says that we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So let's talk about that word deceive real quick. Deceit. Like, that's dangerous, right? Yeah. Because if you're deceived about something, that means you really believe it's true. Right. And so how many things in our lives have we convinced ourselves that they're okay? Mm-hmm. You know, like they're not that bad. And we really believe that. Yeah. Deception isn't just like, well, I know this isn't right, but I'm going to do it. No, deception is like you with your whole heart believe that you're doing the right thing. Exactly. And so that's what's dangerous about this. And that's why David said the person whose sin is forgiven and who's not deceived is blessed mm-hmm. because we can deceive ourselves. You can be in a group of people that have, you know, told you that this is okay and that this is not a big deal or whatever, whatever it is. I'm not going to call it out because I don't, there could be a thousand things. But being deceived about something, it can be yeah, dangerous because you exactly. think that it's good, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, He, being God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so that's the promise. If we will not hide our sin, not try to act like something isn't sin, but if we'll confess it and say, God, I messed up. This is where I'm at. I need you. It says he's faithful and he's just, and he will forgive you. And not only that, he will also cleanse you. Okay, so going back to Psalm 32. So moving on to verses 3 and 4, David says, When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groanings all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was was turned into the drought of summer. And so when I was reading this, that word vitality stood out to me because I really didn't know what it meant that much. So I looked it up, and basically it means like his energy, his life. Like, And so mm-hmm. it says basically everything just turned dry. He was weighed down by sin. Exactly. And so uh, going with the six sections, this section one was kind of like the opening. Section two is David talking about before he confessed his sins mm-hmm. to God. And so he says like sin was just heavy on my life. Yeah. And my bone, he said, when I kept silent, my bones grew old, my groaning all day long. 
day and night, your hand was heavy upon me in my life. My energy, everything was just turned to the drought of summer. Yeah. I've heard before, like, people getting saved and them being like, oh, I feel so much lighter. Yes, I've heard it too. Mm -hmm. It's because, like, sin weighs on you heavy. Right, exactly. And God wants to lift that weight off of you, and he will. Amen. All right, verse 5. It says, this is section 3. This is, we'll see. I acknowledge my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. So good. My favorite part about that is says, wait, 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 wait. Dang. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, can we read six and seven too? Yeah. Keep and going. then I'll like, kind of, yeah. Yeah. You can read yeah. six and seven. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Okay, so my favorite part is when we it talks about how God is his hiding place. And so we don't have to hide on our own. We don't have to hide from God with our sin. We can literally hide in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Like, he is your hiding place. So, like, whenever you feel... Um, weighed down by sin instead of hiding on your own and having this weight on you you can go to hide in him but he'll take the weight off of you right you know what i'm saying yeah so a lot i just think that's a good thing to call him a hiding place for a couple reasons because you know most people call god hiding place because he's our protector and our protection but also like he's a place we should run to hide not mm-hmm. he we should run to him not from him if that makes yes. sense and, as, and before we confess our sin to him, like say you're living in sin or maybe you, you, you're dealing with a sin or whatever, you feel like you can't run to him. You feel mm-hmm. like you can't hide in him, you know? And yeah. so whenever you confess it, now you have that access, which God already knows. He already sees it. But subconsciously, we know that, you know, if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing or whatever, you know and you kind of like avoid him. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes sense. Right. He's everywhere, but you avoid but him. Yeah. You avoid your consciousness of him. Yeah, exactly. And I know, so, I kind of skipped ahead. No, that's fine. Sorry. Yeah, that's perfectly fine because they all kind of go together, five, six, and seven. Yeah. This is. It, yeah, it says, and my iniquity I have not hidden. So, like, he didn't try to hide the sin. He confessed it, and then he get to go gets to go to his hiding place, which is God, who preserves him from trouble and all that stuff. Yes. Surrounds you with songs of deliverance. So, whenever you run to God and hide in his safety... That's when deliverance can come. Yes. And so we see in this is section three and four put together. Section three is David admitting he's a sinner, confessing his sin to God, stop hiding it. So, you know, section two, he was heavy. Section three, he releases it. And then section four, verses six and seven, he ta- he shows how much better things are now. He says, I'm back with God. You know, he talks about how uh, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. And he says, Surely in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. He says, so no matter if I was surrounded by a great flood, if I'll just trust in God, the waters won't even come near me. Mm-hmm. And so now he's feeling like he's on top of the world. Right. You know, before he was weighed down and heavy, and now he's just like, I can do anything. <laughs> and then he goes into that verse you just said, which is really good. And then I really like this next section. This is section five. And because it kind of flips the script. It's like God talking. Exactly. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what... 
So that's that was so cool to me. So we see section one, David's introducing section two. Uh, he's weighed down by sin. Section three, he he admits his sin to God. Section four, he's on top of the world. In section five, we see God's input on the situation, and it's so mm-hmm. good. And so it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which must be harnessed with bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. And so at first, this is kind of weird, like the mule and all this stuff. But if you think about what he's saying, basically he's saying, you know, come to me, I'll guide you, I'll instruct you, I'll show you the way you should go. And then verse 9, he says, don't be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, which must be taken everywhere, which must be harnessed everywhere with bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. He's saying, you know, don't make me come down there and put a harness on you and drag you around. Yeah. He says, if you will... Because he's not going to. He's not going to, exactly. (laughs) He said, I'm not looking for people I can just drag around. I'm not looking for horses that I can tie up and make them go over here, make them go over there, make them come over here. He says, you have the capability to understand. He made people different than all other animals, right? He made us the ability to comprehend, to understand, to have a relationship with him. And so he's saying, I want you to come willingly. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to have to drag you. I don't want to have to put a, a sugar cube in front of you to get you to come over here. I want you to come willingly. He says, I'll show you the way, but you got to come willingly. Yeah, that's good. So it's really cool. And then the last section, David's tying it all together. He says in verses 10 and 11, Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. So just to summarize, many sorrows shall be to the wicked, and then at the end, he says, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous. Basically saying the wicked are the ones who don't confess. Exactly. And so they're going to be full of sorrow. Like we said, they're going to be weighed down. Exactly. But joy comes with confession and forgiveness from God. Yes. And you get a new title. Mm-hmm. Now, you notice if you look, if you read, you know, First and Second Samuel, you see David's life, mostly in First Samuel. And you see that he was not a perfect man. He was definitely a man of sin. And if you didn't know that God forgave sins, you might even call David a wicked man in some sense, in some cases, right? Yeah. I mean, he took somebody's wife. He had the man murdered, all this stuff, right? So he's, he wasn't a perfect man at all. And yet he can separate himself from a people called wicked because they're the people who refuse to confess their sin, right? And so as long as we refuse to confess our sin, we keep the sin, yeah. right? But if we'll confess our sin, it says in verse 10 that God calls us righteous and upright in heart. That's good. And that's all I got. And that was Psalm 32. That's really good. We should do this more often. Break down scriptures. I thought it was pretty cool. It was. That was a good word. Thanks. And it, I don't, I'm sure I've read that. I don't know. I'm sure I've read that chapter before, but like, I got a lot out of it. I did too. So thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everybody else did as well. Yes, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. thanks for pursuing with us. Thank you for pursuing with us.